Hi gang, it's, uh, it's podcast time again, and once again we're, you know, missing that mic guy. Um, yeah, apparently, I don't know, what's going on, the electrics don't work at his, at his work or something. So it was his plan to do it today. Yeah, because he didn't want to do it yesterday, so that we wouldn't do it late and disturb his women folk. But now we're just doing it even later than we would have been doing it yesterday. And disturbing sad women folk. I mean, you'd have to assume we are, Bob, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, so no Mikey again. So, you know, just... Uh, show must go on. Yeah, show has to go on, because as you know, Rob, our fans are, are desperate for new material, we hope. Um, either that or they've literally all given up on us. Oh, Clive Rimmer hasn't, well. We all hope Clive hasn't. Good lad is Clive. It'd be good to, to get some other reviews on iTunes. So I reckon we need five before, you know, it shows a star rating for us. And then we're big stars. Well, like, if we got, you know, if we had a five-star rating, I'm sure some people would stumble across us in that way, maybe. So on average, though, like, what do we need? Because so, obviously, if we were to get reviews, I don't think we'd get five stars for five reviews. What would our average need to be for somewhat At least respectable? four. At least four, I think. Yeah, because five would make it look like we've just gone on there. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm really resisting the urge to do that. Yeah, that's not what we're about. No, it's not. It's got to organically happen. Yeah, I mean, one lad, quite a while back as well now, was, was, was the Rimmer incident, so... So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, we need to get people on that, on, on the iTunes. I've been meaning to put it on that, to, to change the hosting of the podcast as well, so we can get it on Spotify. I don't know if people would... would that would make any difference. I, uh, because I've never contemplated getting a podcast on Spotify, but I'm sure some people do. Have it for music, don't you? Like, I don't have Spotify, so... Yeah, I just, yeah, I just... You might think I live in the dark ages, but I don't really know what it... Is it just playlists and stuff, and you can download music and... Uh, you have to pay them to be able to download it, I think. So, oh, like, yeah. basically, most of it just plays from, from the internet. So if you don't pay them, you like it's not limited or anything. You just get adverts and you can't download it to a device. All right. Like so, if you give them like things like a tenner a month, you get the ability. You get no adverts and you get the ability to play. It's well worth a tenner a month if you use it on the leg. Yeah, it does actually sound quite good. Yeah, no, it is quite good. Anyway, so, like, if we got the podcast on there, we'd be big stars, Rob. Big stars. I think people would be paying a tenner a month for our content and material. Yeah, because like because Spotify do charge, we'd have to get some kind of kickback. I think. Yeah, I mean, like, assuming you know people listen to it, but like, yeah, no, we'd have to get some, wouldn't we? Some, some. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna recommence looking at that when I can be asked. Um. But yeah, so other bits of podcast business, you know, I don't know why. Like, no one, no one follows your podcast on on, on Twitter, mate. Like. Like, yeah, I don't know what... What's we, going on there? What's going on there? Need to, you need to get following the podcast, lads. It's at Aid Mike Podcast. I mean, come on, lads. Come on now. Sort yourselves out. We're all right. We're yeah. quite all right. I mean, you're listening to us. It's the only <laughs> way you could be hearing this. I mean, we're not great, lads. There's no. there's no point in blowing our own horn and saying we're great, lads. We're not great, lads. No, but... I mean, A lot of the time, distinctly average, lads. Yeah, I mean, I'd say so, but still... Yeah, no, I mean it's one well, follow on Twitter. That's why you got, why you got to be like some redeemable features, though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, uh, so moving on from that, let's get, let's get into podcast. You know, chat. Now uh, we've been Chatter. up. We've been up to this week. So we had um, I'll dive in a little bit. We had the old street festival. Oh yeah, I forgot. We had the yeah, street we haven't done anything. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not good content. I mean, I missed the street festival, unfortunately, because I. Like, I've been away, which is why there was no podcast last week, and just before we get onto the street festival, because how great it is, just like to say, look, any time off work, like, when you get back, work is so shit, mate. Like, on Monday, when I was going back to work, I felt like I hadn't been work in months. I only had one week off. <laughs> I was so used to not going, but it... It hurts so bad. Well, it's just the complete opposite to work life when you go off and it's yeah, like, I was, you just shut down and yeah, I was, you don't do anything. I was loving any it. real routine. I was loving it and then going back. I just, ah, back to the salt mines. It's just 
you know when you look around your own place of work and you're just like like if I was given like accurate descriptions of everyone in the world somehow and I've managed to retain all that information like these people are being the bottom like 2% of people I'd choose to spend time with and your workplace is supposedly you know somewhat a place of intellect yeah exactly but it's not me it's real anyway so yeah so that that's been me this week trying to hide my horror having had to go back to work after a week off um yeah but anyway so so that's why i missed the old senators festival you didn't know did you rob you no, were you I were was, in amongst it i was right amongst it i even live tweeted it from my account yeah you did just yeah. to uh, you know give my followers not a lot of them but my followers nonetheless a flavor <laughs> so i mean what the, the festival entailed it's a bit i mean i imagine it's a bit hard to describe to people how where we live so, has enough space for a so festival. So what it is, is if you have ever been to America or seen it on TV in America or live in America, like a block party. Mm. It's like a block party, but ours was a very middle class block party, I'd say. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like it, it's a bit weird near us because obviously we live above a cafe and there's, a, there's some shops about and there's like a church... So there's a surprising amount for what, like, it's just on a road. It's not like a close. Yeah. But there is a surprising amount of, like, space for usage, you know, where you can put, like, stands and stuff. How many stands were there? Um, so there was, like, I wouldn't say stands. They were no, they just were tables, tables. Yeah, yeah they were, they, yeah. Well, that was the thing. Um, the, the poster promised or advertised a lot more grand ideas than what I saw. <laughs> I mean, I think we all saw that coming, to be honest. So, uh, so I initially um, described it as what I would say eclectic <laughs> while being Ponzi. <laughs> yeah. It's mean, a good sounds... way to describe it. But, like, just outside our door, obviously the calf's reopened now, so they were getting good business and they were doing burgers and stuff, but it was just face painting in the road. But it um, had, like, someone who'd driven what looked like a purple version of a Scooby-Doo van. Not not a good sign that children then, entertainers have a van that looks like the <laughs> Scooby-Doo one. And then just had, like, this banner which said the word glitter just across the window. Which, you know, you don't want to link not, it to Gary. That feels like some kind of internet meme. It really does. It was, it was bizarre, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't sound um, great. They, to be fair, they were what I would say the one constant they were getting decent traction what, throughout the, it. The face painting, they even got adults doing it. Yeah, people do one time. Like This was ages ago. It was during Euro 2004. We were in this pub. You know, you know the Three Kings down in West Ken? Yeah. Um, it's like quite famous. You know, it's got loads of screens and stuff. It's one of the First pubs, I think, in London that did the, you know, essentially you could watch all of the Champions League games in there if you wanted to and that kind of thing. But, like, one time for, for I think it was the England-France game in Euro 2004, the landlord's kid was doing face painting. Right. So he was just painting England flags on people. But, like, we had been there, like, we were there all just day. Just before you finish, if you were in charge of face painting and you saw someone who you didn't like the cut of their gym, You'd well put like a swastika on the face <laughs> of yours, but just not tell. Yeah, of course. And then, not. as soon as they went to their parents <laughs> and went, look now, look, look, look at this, and they recoiled in horror, and then went looking for you, you'd packed up and already left. Yeah, for defos. But but in this one incident, like, because we'd been there all day, we were like, one of us was like the first person to get his face painted, and basically, so the kid was doing. Like the England flag, and then he was doing like a number and name on on on, on people, okay. but he wasn't like he was kind of rubbish at it because he was a small child. So basically, like um, so on that first go on one of us, you know, Rich, my mate Rich, oh, yeah. like he just did it. He was like, oh, I'll just do it. So then he spent all day with his kids, <laughs> just bringing other people over and making Rich right on their face. It was amazing. <laughs> He, to be fair, for a, the riots for Sam. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think so. No, who would? 
But anyway, cunt circling back to St. Helens uh, Street Festival. How was the... Um, cause you were, we were promised a Pim's bar, as I recall. So I walked out. Um, so initially, we we sat in for a fair bit of it. Like, first yeah. hour. First hour, because... I mean, it was I on was, for a good while. It was on it? for four hours, was it? Five hours? I, I wasn't here. Yeah, two till seven. Yeah, it's five hours. So yeah. five hours. It did a five hour stint. Um, we we probably stayed in a flat, me and Carlos, for maybe the first like hour. Mm. Just, you know, checking what's what. And the first music acts were amazing. <laughs> so yeah. I got told by Carlos that apparently the church uh, sought out the music. Good for them, I mean, you can't knock them. So this is where it gets amusing, man. So the first act, it sounded like, remember that episode on The Simpsons where Homer starts the grunge band? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) And just start, basically, I think it's a parody on Kurt Cobain a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it would be. So, like, anyway, they sounded like that. And then the first song that I really paid attention to was either called I Love Marijuana, <laughs> like as the title, or in the chorus, that's what she was singing. That's like, just weird. And then the next song straight after so, said, um, yeah. I ate some shrooms, which she mentioned were magic mushrooms, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like... And then she claimed... It's not great the, sense in the first, um, I love marijuana, but that's why she got kicked out. I don't know what she got kicked out of, but that's what she said. And then at the end, she had to apologise for the song <laughs> being wildly inappropriate. <laughs> for the many children. For quite a few children who were there. And me and Carlos were like, what, the churches? <laughs> they, they did this? Or? Did they check? I mean, did they just pick someone at random? Or? So we were like, all you could probably hear in the flat was me cackling <laughs> with laughter for maybe the first hour. Yeah, it's always like, and I then, assume they were one of those weird middle class grunge bands where, like, why do you keep telling me you like that? I don't care. It sounded so, somewhat posh. Yeah, like, those lads going on about taking drugs is always weird because it's like no one cares why do you keep telling me this um, she sounded posh but yeah we went out after after they'd finished as you do you know there was a fair few people there was a dog show which didn't seem I mean I don't know what constitutes a dog show but it was just some guy with a you know camera and taking copious amounts of pictures of dogs while talking to like they were models (laughs) that's good work (laughs) so I I don't think I could trust him because he was talking as well, like the dog was, you know, actually posing like he wanted it to. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when I was in America seeing our Kev, because he's got an Irish wolfhound, they went to like this, uh, like, event nearby. And, like, it was, it was like an Irish wolfhound, like, a, I think it's Great Lakes Irish Wolfhound Association. Like, they all met up, and but, so they just they had all these wolfhounds, and they just met and had some food and for competitions, like, who's got the longest tail and who's the biggest and stuff. It was it was weird because I full pounds a massive. Mate, I would have killed for that. <laughs> yeah. I would have killed for contest. No, that, that was actually quite entertaining. Like yeah, that. but yeah, the, the <laughs> pins bar was right next to it, and it was just yeah. a table. To be fair, me and I have just just binned it off for like two hours to go and watch United, <laughs> and just went back, and all the dogs were still there. But like, yeah, the pins bar was just a table. And they just have like pills in the cans, but the small ones that Stone Cold used to yeah, that, bring into wrestling. I mean, that is what I was assuming. At least, like as far as I'm aware, I've only been aware of it because it said it was was it the eighth or ninth annual one. Yeah, and like we, we were talking off air, like I think I came to maybe the second one. And yeah. Ben Fogel was there. No, I don't I remember Fogel. Ben Fogel. <laughs> like I, I've only ever been aware of it happening twice. Once, like I came back from work. And there was just a barbecue on my doorstep that I essentially yeah, that was what I went had to. to clear out the way to get back in. And one time I went out and wandered around while it was happening. Mainly because they claimed they had micro pigs. And I was like, oh great, I've never seen micro pigs. They, they look good in movies and stuff. Going to go see them. They were just normal but not that big pigs, if you know what I mean. They were like, they were 
Small yeah, dog yeah. sized they weren't they <laughs> go in the slightest well Bowser must have done alright because it seemed like quite a few people were just raiding in for me well you would wouldn't you but when I walked in better selection I walked in just to you know see what's what hmm. Baz looked like he'd already had a skin full of pins yeah he definitely he looked like what he'd done like when I walked in he had a, a glass full of it he just kept sending you know his assistant guy out to constantly bring him back drink ah Steve <laughs> I don't know if his name's Steve or not big Steve and then I think by the time it was evening, Baz had probably passed out. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. one woman. <laughs> the weird thing about the the actual festival was the music was decent the last hour or so. Oh, yeah? But the crowd had either filtered out or there just. was just drunk people who drank, you know, the pims uh, dry. Like, no, they just drank it all. And <laughs> yeah. We were like, well, we've not got anything left. And they were just dancing in the street, but... They had, um, they had kids also, I don't know where they got them from, just like drawing on the roads and stuff. Yeah, that does happen. And there was one, I said this to Carlos, and he was like, you're so cynical. There's a, there was a love heart in the road with love, the word love written inside it. But you can tell it was an adult who'd done it half arsed and passed it off as a kid. Yeah, I mean... Who'd have that, like, you know... I used to be a kid. There's no way I or anyone I know would have written. Can you imagine if you wrote that on the, on the pavement and someone you know saw you doing it? Well, Carlos was like, yeah, a kid might have done it. I was like, mate, they're having trouble drawing squares properly. <laughs> yes. They're having trouble with anything, like, on the floor. Yeah, they, but yeah, there's no way that's a kid, mate. No way in hell. And then I saw there was a kid with purple... In his hair, like, but not like proper, like spray painted purple. That's weird. So it wasn't even like good quality. Where that? And it wasn't exactly. I don't know where that happened, but that wasn't even the most egregious thing because everyone uh, related in some way to the church Hmm. was wearing a "God Loves North Kensington" T-shirt. I mean, maybe he does. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) Don't think they do either. Well, that's a thing. But I mean. I mean, it's a Christian church, isn't it? Like, isn't part of the teaching that he loves everyone equally? So, I mean, I'm sure he does love North Kensington, but only as a, in the <laughs> scope of loving everybody everywhere. Like, it's, it's not, by your own teaching, that does not make you special. Well, yeah, I got told that Damon Albarn, obviously the lead singer from Blur, he's been to this, and it was like, how would he lower himself yeah, in like, this place? He's got loads of Damon Albarn stories. But apparently when Carlos ran the, the cafe downstairs, he used to be in all the time, like, sneakily eating bacon, even though he's a vegetarian or something. Um, <laughs> Carlos was telling me what he, like, Albarn gave him his tickets to the premiere of one of the Lord of the Rings as well. Seems pretty, pretty solid guy. We need Damon Albarn back in our life. I think that's what I've... We should get him on the podcast. Yeah, we should do. Yeah. Call in a favour. Yeah, call in a favour with Dame. So, Dame, if, if you are listening to this, mate, we live above the cafe Carlos used to run, with Carlos. So, you know, if you do hear this, you should pop round, be on the podcast. Just to go off topic, do you know there's a cup of tea there, right? Oh, fuck, I completely forgot about that cup of tea. Oh, mate, it's lukewarm now. <laughs> ah, balls. No one likes lukewarm tea. Why'd you put it the other side of my laptop where I can't see it, you dick? Anyway, yeah, oh, it tastes weird as well now. <laughs> damn it. Damn it, T. <sighs> God damn. Well, yeah, there was, there was one last um, act. Like, yeah, our lead singer's in traffic. And I was like, there's a half hour just <laughs> telling there's no need to actually bother. Damn it, what? So, so what happened was our lead singer was in traffic. And when they played maybe two songs without him, mm. I was like, it's not a bad sound, this the instrumental. Then he turned up, started singing. I was like, lads, don't want to tell you how to run your band, but, but I think you sounded better while he was in traffic. <laughs> yeah, you need rid of this, lad. He's holding you back. Uh, yeah, but, so overall it, it, thoughts it, it, on... It petered out. I think it petered out from about half five. Yeah, I mean, well... Onwards, but it was, I remember it was us talking, I was surprised they went with two to seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, fair enough on, on the... I think they went, wow, well, music, like, we'll do it. But they should have just done, they, like, they should have started at, like, 10. 
and then just kicked off the music. Like, just had one music act a bit later. Rather than going for both. I don't know, I might be, might be wrong, but they seem to still be... They said they started it too, but they were still setting up stuff. Yeah, so they were like ready the first, to go. Yeah, that, that yeah. seemed like one thing that stuck out to me, but you know, it was amusing. There's no getting away from it. Would you it. say that the attendees of St. Ellen's Festival seem to all have a good time? The ones that can probably remember... Hmm. No. The hmm. ones that can't remember. <laughs> probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, a, it's not a place that I would have got half cut. Are you saying, or would you be willing to say that you're reserving a place for next year? Yeah. Yeah. And make myself a table and you, claim it's a stall. Do you reckon if there. we spent the three months in the run up to it next year attempting to learn an instrument, we could be the music? I mean, we could be. We could be. Hmm. I mean, I don't know how much worse reception we can get from the uh, band who were just singing about drugs. Yeah, I mean, that is a impressive, impressive missing of the tone of an event by everyone involved. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I can't, you know, you can't blame them. They got booked for it. I, mean, I can blame them a bit. <laughs> unless they've only got those two songs, uh, then... You know, that is still a bit weird for them, but... The I church, didn't listen... But... Obviously, they played an hour, but I didn't listen to it fully, but mm. they did sing those two songs back-to-back. Back. Good lad. I was like... And then finished. That was like their, their last... Their coup de grace. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not much else going on around the cafe. I mean, obviously, the, the cafe being open is is the big news. I've yeah. not not been there yet. No, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Oh, wait, I thought you had been there. No, I've not. Huh. I'd like... I mean, I've not been in. I had, like, a burger when they did the... Oh, yeah, no, that doesn't count. I wouldn't yeah. say, like, I've been in and had, like, a drink or, or food. I like and Carl's have frequented it. Yeah, yeah. The views, have been, the views have been good for the old... It's called Adriana's now, isn't it? It is, yeah. You've been good for Adriana's. She we should start hocking it on the podcast and yeah. try and get us a... Yeah, I was going to say, she's not going to be sponsoring us. Yeah, yeah. Local business. Yeah, we should... Do. Anyway, so yeah, Adriana's in uh, St. Allen's Gardens. Just up from Latimer Road. Give it a try, lads. I'm sure it's probably good. And if it isn't, you can have licence to... Not kill us, because I do want to live, but maybe one free punch would be... Ah, uh, No. No, you get nothing. You can ring our doorbell <laughs> and call us twats and then leave. But there's no punching allowed. Uh, yeah, so, um, so yeah, I've just been working. I get to go with work next week. I get to go to Cardiff twice on two non-consecutive days. Two day trips to Cardiff. Can we not just do that all in one trip? Probably. I'm not really that bothered because, because it's Cardiff like, and it's so far away. They, they essentially, like, I don't actually have to get there at nine, so I'll just end up getting there about 11 and just doing, like, half a day's work and then coming home. And I'll just take my laptop and play Jump Man on the train, and, and I'm golden. So would you say you'll be doing more playing of Jump Man than actual work? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. It's a good day for you about that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty jazz, pretty jazz. You know how it is, you know how it is. Yeah, and then, uh, then yeah, so that's about so. Any, anything exciting happened to you that isn't festival related? No, not really. There was, um, there was one amusing little little tidbit, though, because now the schools have started, I'm getting back into... The swing of things. The swing of things, going back to the schools and that. But I do quite a few, like, nursery classes early. Oh, really? Early morning, yeah. So I do, like, a Russian one, which is a nightmare. Oh, yeah? A French one, which... Is okay. Is the Russian one a nightmare because they all won't shut up about Salisbury Cathedral? Yeah, <laughs> they can't <laughs> wait to tell me about it as soon as I walk through the door. Yeah, fair enough. And when you walk into the nursery, <laughs> there's paintings and drawings of said cathedral all, all over, over the, the gaff. gaff. Yeah, and it's, you know, I get it, you like it, lads. <laughs> just, just don't make it my problem. But yeah, um, one of our coaches has left, so I'm taking over a lot of his stuff, and he was yeah. there a, a fair bit. So, in the morning, I went to um, Holland Park. Holland Park have got a nursery within the actual park. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So, there was um, one kid 
So the guy who I've replaced is quite a little bit older than me. Like he's probably in his thirties. White guy, quite small. I wouldn't say yeah. it's not you. So far this is me. <laughs> <laughs> so I look considerably different to that. Yeah, you do, yeah. And his name I won't say his name, I'll we'll call him Dave. So I walk into the nursery and um, like um, the second day, so we do two. We do Tuesday and Wednesday. Hmm. So I'd already done Tuesday. Yeah. So then on Wednesday they have like a couple new. So like kids don't do every day. If you know what I mean. At the nursery, oh, so. I see. You. And I walk in, and this girl goes, "Oh, Dave, remember me?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> "I'm not. I've looked nothing <laughs> like Dave." Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know you're in nursery, but come on. I'm I'm not even white, I've got black hair and a bit. (laughs) I just went, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally do, yeah. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah, I really do. I really do. But the Russian, the Russian places, like the people are nice, but kids don't speak English, so it's really hard. So they book it for an hour. Hmm. But you can do at most 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that's not. So, what happens, though? Like the first time I ever did the nursery, I used to hear from all the other coaches who like, I work with, oh, this place is like the dregs and mm. you know, it's well hard and it's, it's uh, you know, time goes slow and you'll hate it and stuff. So, I go in, start off really well, first like 15 minutes, and I'm like, lads, I don't even know what the, the problem is here. They're well behaved and. There's like two twins who dress up like in shirt and tie, like real smart. Good like lads. Two or three, quite fighting with each other. Amazing. The teams, I mean, I can't tell the difference, but it looks like there's one who's proper aggressive. Out of the <laughs> yeah. But there's no way to know. <laughs> so like 15 minutes in, I'm like, this is going real well. Don't know what everyone's problem is. This is well easy. I turn my back, everyone's gone. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, where where is everyone? <laughs> yeah. Then I see these two twins driving. You know those little cars you have as kids, yeah, just round the nursery. So I'm like, where have they got that from? Because when I walked into the nursery through the gates, they weren't on the grass or anything. What mm. these kids must have done is gone to their shed with all the equipment, just hauled out two cars, just got in it and started driving <laughs> around in the space of about a minute. Well, I just took my back. That is. Impressive. Because the actual play area is the other side of the nursery. <laughs> the shed. I was like, where have these kids got? I mean, just start speeding around the nursery like they're actually going, you know, somewhere relatively important. <laughs> you just leave them too. Uh, and I just looked at the woman and I'm, I'm packing up and I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah, that's great. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> can't, can't be happy, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so, good stuff all, all round. Um, sure. The festival, the real headline. Yeah, for for for, for realsies. Should we uh, should we talk some uh, some sport though as well? You know, for our, our fans who who want to know about sport. Can yeah. do yeah. Can should do. we start with a bit of boxing this week? Yeah, there's been. I mean, we've got stuff coming up, but Ooh. we have just had a super fight within the sport. Yeah, so this is GGG versus your boys Canelo. So I mean, I thought about coming back on Saturday, Saturday evening to to watch it, but I got no traction on the idea with my parents, so I had to I had to spin it off. I just beat him at Trivial Pursuit instead. Uh, but so I missed it anyway. Um, so the actual card itself was quite funny. So it started, I think it was about one. And the total of undercard fights was nine rounds. So they Jeez. had like at least 90 minutes to fill. Jesus. So what Box Nation or BT mm. did was just show the first Golovkin Canelo fight. That's not a bad thing. So what I did was I kept dipping in out of. So I'd watched like one undercard fight, but I'd sort of set my alarm for a 30 minute break mm. or something. Then I'd like get up, watch. And then I was like, okay, the main event might start now. And they were say nah it's going to start when it was supposed to so we've got like a 90 minute break or whatever so I went to sleep put my alarm for about what half three or something woke up and they're fighting on my TV and I'm like oh shit I've missed like half of it <laughs> yeah. and then I looked up and I was like ah oh, it just says there the first <laughs> one 
I mean, that that must have been a moment of blind panic for you both. <laughs> yeah. Because <it> <laughs> you love a bit of GGG. Well, I think he got hosed. Again. So, like, the first one was the horror show. I scored it, draw, mate. <laughs> the, fir- the first one, I had it, I think I had it 9-3 in rounds. It's hmm. a good off kid. But I could see 8-4, but I couldn't see any more. That's not how it turned out, mate. And then, obviously, Canelo got the draw, because it was... Um, proper dodge. Proper dodge. He's the cash cow. Didn't the the person who scored it to him score it to him by about 10 rounds as well? Yeah, Adelaide Bird, the woman, she scored it 118-110. So she got kicked off judging for about two weeks and I think she's just back doing... Doing egregious stuff. Doing judging, but she obviously filled that out probably before... Yeah. She either probably filled it out before the fight started (laughs) or just paid no attention and then... Just did it at the end. But the second fight was real. So the second fight was quality. Hmm. So Canelo did everything he said he would. Like he'd have the centre of the ring and he came to fight. He didn't run like the first one. Stood his ground. In a fair bit of the fight, he got the better of the exchanges. Like he was probably throwing like more power shots more frequently. Mm. But Golovkin got he gets persecuted now. Is that the right word? Or prosecuted? Yeah. Which one? Not persecuted. Persecuted. He gets persecuted. Nah, he's, now. he's not under arrest. He gets persecuted now for not blowing people away. Yeah. So Golovkin's 36 now. Hmm. And there's been barely any fighters who have blown away. Like, there's been various knockout artists. Yeah. But there's been very few who do it against a fellow A-side, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's... So they're always put... Like, Tyson's putting away either under... Weight heavyweights or past it heavyweights, you know, in that run he had. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't exactly. He wasn't knocking out Lennox Lewis, was he? No, and then obviously when he fought Holyfield, he couldn't move him. No. So like, what happens is people think with Golovkin, like Golovkin's prime was probably somewhere about 2015, 14, maybe. Maybe even earlier. Like he's he's 36 now. Yeah. So what Golovkin showed to me was on Saturday. Like, what a fine boxer he is. Mm. So he kept everything behind the jab. I mean, a lot of the times he used the jab as defence, but it was also, like, the distance yeah. keeper. He used it a lot to keep the distance and be on the move and stuff. And he did. He boxed off a back foot for a lot of it. But he doesn't get any credit for being ultra-dimensional. Like, well, for being what sounds a lot like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> so, like... He's boxing like he's pivoting off a back foot. He's boxing like combinations. He's moving in and out and stuff. And everyone's like, "Yeah, but he's not knocking him out and stuff." Yeah. And I saw one tweet. It, it summed up perfectly. Um, can't remember the guy's name, but I think his account is like In Swider Box or something. So what he said was like, "Look, Golovkin gets persecuted from not." Like from not blowing away guys, but because you've seen him do it like a certain way yeah. in his career, when it like, doesn't look like that, you think he's struggling. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, if you change up style, then people are he like. Got, he got hurt by his own standards. Yeah. And the thing was, to be fair, there was a lot of swing rounds. I scored it eight four Golovkin. Yeah, but I mean, you love a bit of Golovkin. But I could see like someone saying it's seven five. Mm. Like I could see a couple swing rounds where maybe like to me, like Canelo probably landed more like his percentage was better than mm. Golovkin's. But I can't get behind for me a guy who fights for like one minute around. Yeah, I know what you mean. Let's see this is this is one of the things that I because I watched GGJ the first one with your mic and we were talking about it and like I really do think boxing needs to look at its scoring because basically, like, I had a similar thing where, like, I ended up scoring rounds to Canelo and ended up with a draw on my own cards, you know, doing it after each round. Whereas at the end, I was like, look, I've somehow, like, on my points, I have Canelo level. But just watching the fight, like, I I, I think GGG won it comfortably. Like, I, like I, I don't know how to square those two things up. Because there was rounds where I was like, not a lot in it. Oh, he's, like... 
he's just shaded that round, but then like Gigi was winning rounds like comfortably, but they score the same, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So what happened, like in my eyes, was like uh, Canelo targeted the body a lot, and mm. you can tell it was, you know, hurting Golovkin. Yeah. But then I don't know where it came from. But yeah, the last four rounds, it was like he just mustered some like real heart of a champion, mm. and he just started ploughing through. Like he, like he's not, he's lost the power, or the power to knock well, like out. Well, he's like an old, older guy. He's an older guy. He general. was like throwing the combinations, and he was, mo- and everyone was like, like "This is amazing!" Mm. Like what he's doing at times, he put on a clinic at times, because he realised in his head he's not the guy that he used to be. So he's now having to reinvent it himself. Like in his last three fights against, you know, real quality opposition, he's arguably been the boxer. Yeah. So like he's not a guy who just goes, you know, hunting mm. anymore. He's a guy who like a lot of the time, like I said, he, he boxed off the, the back foot, he moved about and stuff. And to me, the jab was the winner. Like it wasn't the first fight. I yeah, like it's a bit it weird. I feel like I feel like with him, Golovkin's the only guy because it's not a power punch. Yeah, predominantly, people go, yeah, but that's not him throwing his power, so he's losing. Like he's the only boxer I've seen in modern times where he's boxing... been punished for using his jab. <laughs> yeah, you'd think like if a guy like well, Mayweather's a great example because he never even tried to knock anyone out, like. You'd imagine Mayweather for, for that kind of thing where he's boxing off the bat foot and using the jab, like he'd you know, he'd win the fight twelve or like hundred and twenty, hundred and eight or whatever it is. Like, you know, because that's just what you expect from him and it just with him you're like, Oh, but look at it, it's it's real nice. There's no expectation but he's gonna hit the guy hard. So people are just just get right behind it. It was just like we we give credit to Canelo for doing better than we fought, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, with a lot of the swing rounds, if you were given... You'd have to, for me, give him every swing round mm. for him to win. And I think when you do that, then you're looking for something to fit a narrative. Yeah, like... I- like, you're not look, just looking at it in black and white. You're thinking, well, if Canelo's doing this in this last round, when he's mm. not taking every round at, you know, face value on its own narrative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm always tempted to, to score a swing round 10-10, although I know you hate it. I love it, though. 10-10 rounds where it's at, mate. They're the future um, of boxing. I just had a look now. The, the press scoring total for both fights combined, 194. Mm. 150 scored it for Golovkin over two fights. Yeah, that's quite Nine right. scored it for Canelo. 36 have scored it a draw, and yet Canelo's the one with an unbeaten record in the two. Like, I get it, he's the cash cow, but it's what I hate about boxing. Like, yeah, I'll, boxing. I'll watch the box, I mean, we'll get to this in a minute, but I mean, I watched the boxing at the weekend because it is my favourite sport, but it left a sour taste on Saturday. And it so often does. It's like when it gets like wrestling. And like, the thing with, with boxing is like, one of the worst things about it is nobody's really surprised. No, no there's one's no, surprised. There's no real outrage about it. Like, you know, people go. You know, even people who think that, that he's been robbed, it's not real outrage because it's like, well. And to be fair, like I was, I thought Canelo was class. Mm. Like I thought he was fantastic, but you can't show me that he won seven rounds. Yeah. And the thing is, though, like he's had a few in his career where he's had the benefit of a doubt, but because it's he's the cash cow, and it was on some was it Mexican independence. It it, it just all stunk of. Well, it wasn't my first one on. Yeah, this Mayo, well. yeah, but this one as well was on some like. Wow, was it? How many, how many have they got? I don't know, but they were making a deal of it. And then Oscar Del Hoya, I've never seen oh. a promoter do this, actually <laughs> had to make a press release. like Open that. Yeah, talking about, like, trying to break down all the. You know, yeah, he did. And I'm like, I've, I've not read it, but I saw, I saw he did something. He did that thing that, like, a lot of people in that situation do, where. He essentially dismissed anyone who disagreed with as like keyboard warriors and so it's like mate with the people who, who pay yeah with the people who pay for the pay-per-view and stuff you can't just what are you doing like you can't just dismiss us out now in his career was on the receiving end of a few ah oh, the shane mosley one was a great i'd like it's one of the worst things i've ever seen like there's a few like trinidad he, he was probably a little didn't bit see. i only saw that the i think it was his first shane mosley one 
So all I remember on the juice as well. Yeah, all I remember that is that because I stayed up with our Kev to watch it. I was only about eighteen at the time, and he and he was saying, "Oh, because it's in America, they'll probably score it a draw." And I was going mental because I was like, "Nah, it's like it's De La Hoya, you know, like he's popular up there. Like they won't screw De La Hoya. Like he's won by like ten rounds. You can't score that as a draw." Like he kept saying it. I was like, I was like, I was getting furious. And then they scored it as a win for well, Mosley, and I was like, like, that's just weird. like you know, some people thought he won. Mm. But he can never now, like, argue against these fighters getting the, you know, short straw of decisions because Canelo's been gifted sooner. He has, yeah. But I don't. The thing is, to be fair to De La Hoya, he's played it perfectly with with Canelo's career. Like when people really wanted the Golovkin fight, he would have got blown out. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. But we, I mean, there's an eight-year difference between the two. Plus, he's a ginger Mexican, which I still can't get my head around. And the thing with Canelo guys who, you know, Canelo stands, I'd say, is they did that thing where they'll look at the faces at the end, you know, tell me you won. Well, if you watched the Pacquiao-Marquez fourth fight, you'd think Pacquiao won and not been flat-out cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some guys just mark more. If you look at, um, is it the... First Nate Diaz fight with McGregor, like Nate Diaz, because he's got the scar tissue, mm. like was pouring with blood. Yeah, and like, like that's it's not a thing. And like it's as much as it is like it, boxing isn't a pure fight. Like you know, it's that you, like you say, some guys just mark more, and like like one punch can can do damage. That doesn't mean you've won the like the fight. It's a twelve round fight. That's not how it works at all. Yeah, but just to finish on the, the Golovkin-Canelo topic, I do think he gets treated differently, Golovkin. Like, we're always moving the goalposts for him when we're scoring his fans. Yeah. I think in just a normal boxing, if that wasn't him fighting on Saturday, he would have won. Yeah, well, like I said, I didn't see it, but it, it certainly sounds that way from what I've read. Um, should we talk about your boy, AJ, your favourite humble man who... Apparently, wants you wants you to show him someone who's done in twenty one fights what he has. I mean, I'll show him if he wants. But, but no, that's what being humble's all about. I'm <laughs> thinking you've done something that's never been done before. That is the essence of humility. It is. Yeah. I remember, I go back to this. Look, just repeatedly saying I'm humble doesn't make you humble. Well, as I was uh, just going to say, like I've read Tyson's autobiography. Hmm. Mike Tyson said. <clears throat> the more times you say you're humble, you're just not. Yeah, I mean, he said he used to do it all the time when he was world champ, when really he couldn't have been any less humble. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's like anything. It's one of those things where, like, look, if you are, you feel you feel no imperative to tell people you are. Like, why would you? If you're <laughs> humble, why would you? I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm staying humble. You're not, mate. <laughs> so how do you know? It's because if you were, you'd, you'd feel no and need so to you tell care, me. Though, I don't blame. You know, no, just don't why would like, you be? <laughs> but just don't like keep this facade going that yeah. you are humble. Just acknowledge what you are and, and enjoy it. Fury just tells you how much of a shitbag he is. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he loves it as well. Um, yeah, see, but Josh was fighting Povetkin, isn't he? Um, actually, before we, we get into that, just uh, just wanted to mention David Price is fighting again. I'm David Price is fighting. Is it um, Cosmin or something? He's something like that. Like that. Apparently, sure Rob, he wants to stop being an early man. I, I mean, mean, he'd kill for being an early man. <laughs> to stop being an early man, at you have minute, to have become an early man. At the minute, he's oddly, he's a white oddly Harrison at the minute. If anything, worse. Because, <laughs> like, oddly for, for me was like, you know, he. He, he he didn't have great fights and he often for oh, most of his fights I mean, he didn't yeah I know I mean, but he came a bit of a punching bag yeah he came a bit he did I don't remember him getting knocked out clean as much as David Price does though. he didn't he never got knocked out clean so what always happened like, I've Audley, seen David Price look like I thought he might die mate Audley was like the weirdest enigma for boxing mm, he I've was a strange a man time where he looked scared he did yeah but then as soon as he got knocked down then he'd get up and try and not like fight but just stay alive yeah he was so he'd never like you've seen guys take a dive yeah. and stay down and that's it or they'd never take a dive but he looked like a deer in the headlights until yeah, he got knocked down the weirdest thing I've ever seen because I saw loads of fights where I was like oddly mate you're, 
you, you look scared of this guy hitting you, and you are a professional boxer, so, I mean, you know. Did he throw one punch against David Hay? It was something like that. It was ridiculous. I can't remember. All I heard was, that oh, I think just, you know, all these left hand, but if that lands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Pub fights outside where one guy's gonna go to the other. Yeah, this lands, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His right hand lands. But but yeah, Joshua Povetkin. I mean, I think it'll be a formality. Yeah, to I be don't. Honest, I think I think Joshua could knock him out if he presses for it. Yeah, I, I think he will fight it a lot like um the Parker. Tony Parker one, yeah, where he doesn't. He it's, just plays it's not, safe and it's a yeah. snooze fest. Yeah, I mean, that's what I see happening. Povetkin's more of a threat than Parker, but... He is, he is. But Povetkin also, when he fought Vladimir Klitschko in a similar... Like, Joshua's not quite as tall, but if you use your range, you won't get near you. Yeah, he's... Vlad pretty much just boxed around the jab. Whenever Povetkin tried to work on the inside, just hold him. Mm. Simple boxing 101, not really, you know, putting himself in any danger. Povetkin couldn't get anything going. Yeah, I mean, that it sounds straightforward enough, doesn't it? Uh, he got a bit of power, though, so you never know. And, well, like, Joshua on, has a tendency to occasionally... been on the roads as well, so, you know, yeah. might, might still keep on that cycle. Yeah, and, like, AJ has a tendency to sometimes get a little bit... He gets... Not ragged, he just gets a, a little bit... Well, the thing with AJ was... Complacent looking. I tell you, you made him look a bit... Not ordinary, but... Takam. Yeah. So when they fought each other, Takam on short notice was doing a real good job of... Because Joshua's weird, like, he can't... I say he can't. Fighting on the inside's not his... No, it's not. It's not his thing, because his arms are long. Mm. So, like... He, he doesn't do a, a bit of a distance, but Takam Yeah, he doesn't was, do like, as much changing. holding as you'd imagine, either. Takam was changing the distances, so it was mm. hard for him to really get anything off, and he was obviously gifted for... The knockout, you know, because it was at the time where they were carrying on where Joshua's knocked everyone out, yeah, going. yeah, yeah. But Takam was he was keeping the distance and you know, he was having a little bit of success, limited albeit, but he wasn't like wasn't getting blasted for 11 rounds or whatever it lasted for. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Povetkin, you know, land some some blows and just just you know, see, see how it goes for, for AJ. See what's what, but um, I don't think he will. No, I think it'll be if it's on points comfortable, or maybe a knockout. I, I yeah, I'd favour relatively late knockout. I think. Yeah, like I said, it depends how much Joshua presses for it. I think. Hmm. No, I'm not actually. No, yeah, points. I, I'm going to go a wide points win. Yeah. Very similar to 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 the park and stuff. So yeah, so that's boxing coming off. A lot of boxing this week for uh, boxing fans, which. We must have some, you'd assume. Yeah, we should have some kicking about somewhere. Uh, what else is going? Is there anything going on in other non-football sports at the minute? We had the Cleveland Browns win yesterday. For yeah, the finally. First time in six hundred days, which initially the last time they won was against my beloved Chargers. Yeah, that's not great for for the Chargers. I was telling you before, was it yesterday? But the last time I went to Wembley to watch the NFL. My Chargers also lost 7-6 that day to Cleveland. <laughs> that is just horrendous. <laughs> oh uh, so, yeah, that's two field goals for your Chargers, yeah, not a missed yeah. extra point. So, yeah. all there was in the whole game, 60 minutes of NFL, were two field goals and a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I think they, it's they not were not quite right. early, though. I think the points were right in the first half, I think. Yeah, how are you beloved charges doing this year? They're off to... One and one. We got uh, Paddy Mahoned. Ah, yeah. I really need him to stop doing that. We got Tyreek. Tyreek Hill for the NFL guys. We we basically just then So, so yeah, Mahomes threw three. four touchdowns, but Hill caught, I think... I think he caught three. You think he caught three, but for like 150 yards or something? It was a long way, yeah. So like Mahomes only threw for, I think, two... I don't think he threw for 300. Yeah, that's... Not a huge amount, but you know, he got the job done. But it was always just the hill. Yeah, my beloved Dolphins are, are 2 0 somehow. I watched this against the Jets. We're, uh, I didn't see our, our opening game. I think we might have been more. One which took seven hours or something. Yeah, against the Titans. And then Mario's arm sort of fell just off. Just fell off at some point in that, yeah. Um, but 
Like, we seem to get some stuff going on our fence about like, Kenny Stills had two touchdowns and stuff. And yeah, there was a lovely uh, deep ball from Tannehill. Yeah, that's not normally a thing. <laughs> like, normally, his, his deep ball is suspect at best. Well, tell you who's airing it out like nobody's business, your man's Fitz Magic. He really is as well, yeah. He's hitting Deshaun Jackson most times. Like. Yeah, makes Deshaun a real, real good fantasy option. Like, yeah. I've had him in the past with um, He was a bit disappointed. It. The last two years, he's been real disappointed. Well, from going from Deshaun Jackson is the man to, yeah. to that is, uh, is a bit weird, I, I'll grant you. But yeah, like... um. Our defense looked good, but we were just like I don't know how how we won against the Jets because we were we were awful throughout. Yeah, the defense winners. Was good though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually quite good. Robert Quinn looks like he's made a difference. Yeah, got good edge rushers. To be fair, that's what you need, Rob. We've got your man's Cam Wake as well. So like the Chargers have got Bowser and Ingram. Well, you've got Ingram, but Bowser's injured at the minute. But that makes us such a difference because it means that. Yeah, it's just time, pressure on the guy, isn't it? And, you know, so you, like your say, secretary doesn't have to be amazing. Like, the Chargers is really good, but it doesn't have to be, like... Well, yeah, that's the, the, of, like, that's the, the thing anyone can throw. Like, like basically, if, if you're a quarterback who's made it to NFL level, unless you're Johnny Manziel, under absolutely no pressure, you you know, you, you, you're going to carve up... But you're just going to carve people up because you're that good at being a quarterback, unless you're Johnny Manziel. So, like, yeah, if you can get pressure, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, so, like, the Jaguars have got, like, for me, probably the most complete defence, where it's their secondary is just, just fantastic, and their pressure up yeah. front is a, a problem for... I really wanted the, the Jags' defence in my ESPN Fantasy League, but, like, I missed out on it, and I had to go with the Baltimore Ravens one. And Great first week, shit second week. I had Baltimore as well, but my Yahoo one, they got me minus one last week. I know, I have them as well, I was very Didn't AJ Green, I think he only caught five passes and three of them went for touchdown. Yeah, he really, really did rinse them, it was it was disturbing to watch. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this week, who my Dolphins got this week, Ron? The Raiders. The, ah, yeah, hoping we can win that. Like three and all. My Chargers have got the Rams, which isn't... It's not great. It's not ideal. You know what is great? Having Todd Gurley in, in, in NFL fantasy. Because last week, Rob, when they couldn't kick uh, extra points. He was just getting the two points. Yeah, like, he well, racked up. Um, he, only, he only rushed for, like, 50 yards. Yeah. And scored, like, 30 fantasy points. Well, Melvin Gordon was like that. Mm. He scored 24 points, and he only had 60 uh, all-purpose yards. But he had three touchdowns. Yeah, it's... Crazy, crazy I think stuff. Rams kicker, I think Reddy's out for a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, I think and they've got they've, they've got, got a new guy in. Um, Fricken. His the name's Fricken. Yeah, but, but that Dortmund. is his name. Yeah. What was it? To see the Dortmund guys change his name. <laughs> yeah. Fricken and Just decided to embark on a well, why NFL not? career. At why 40? not? He told me That's at forty as well. Yeah. Or for over forty. He so must like, be over forty by now. I feel like he was about 20 when yeah, he scored. Yeah, he was young that, when he scored. Yeah, he was young. He was probably about 40 then. Yeah, yeah. Round about. Probably, never maybe. that good last record. No, not really, but never be forgotten, thanks to that. Um, talking of football and the Champions League, obviously Champs League started this week. Ronnie got himself sent off. Nobody mad. I saw an interesting um, little tweet, which was funny. It was um, laughing at you know, the whole Serena thing. Oh yeah, yeah. The Ronnie thing was like, you know, I'm a father. You can't send me off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you'll never I'm laugh again. <laughs> Apologise to me. You've stolen from me. <laughs> yeah, uh, just on the Serena things. I don't know if we've discussed it no, on the podcast. We've, we've not been. Look, I do think whether or not there's, you know, like I'd be willing to accept that there's, there's probably sorts of issues in sport around, you know, being a woman, being black, and both at the same time. However. Serena Williams has just used that to deflect from the fact that she behaved appallingly towards her. Well, it it trivialises real life. Yeah, it's just you know issues and stuff, and you know that people, especially black women, fight every day. Yeah, like to like yeah. you say, deflected away from her just being a bad loser. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... she wouldn't have done that if she, if it was one set up. 
Yeah, she was, absolutely she was not. That work and she if she had, it. yeah, if she had been winning, there is no way in hell. And it's happened before. Like this whole thing that like Serena's this angel is just bollocks. It is, yeah. But anyway, moving on from that, you know, nice to cover it. But uh, yeah, so um, do you see as well that large numbers of newspapers just completely have no idea how red cards in the Champions League work. I think yeah, it was very, very, yeah. Oh, he's going to miss for both United games. Not. No, he's not. Like, he might, but he, he might not as well. It, it's what well, is I it? Think, like, I'm, I'm sure I might be wrong, but I feel like the Premier League, maybe Scotland might as well. But I think they're the only league that does the free game ban for red cards. Yeah, I think Scotland do. But yeah, I think but, like in Europe, like, oh, it's just an automatic like one. Yeah, so like the Champs League is is the same, isn't it? It does. Uh, automatic one and then they can add more if they choose to yeah like if you've been a proper bad yeah, lad yeah, they yeah. can add more um yeah but i mean it made no difference to them the well, only if they were nil nil and then you got sent off and yeah they went on and on, on one the only bernard esky looking quite really good on him so, so I mean, he looks to have just going on uva hmm. for a little bit dabala looks like he's struggling to find a, a role now within that team it's not a big surprise, is it? Because he's a bit of a... Well, if you can't play wide... Yeah, he's a I very mean, in-betweeny guy. Yeah, if, like, Bernadeschi plays well, because mm. he can play wide. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, yeah, Dybala's a bit of a... So the role you'd have to give him to, like, accommodate him if you're not playing up front is a bit of a... Look, if, if you're not creating chances or scoring, you're doing nothing. Like, yeah. we have to proper carry you, so, like... You have to be amazing all the time. And when you've got Ronnie, essentially, with his age and everything, you, you've, you've essentially accepted, look, we're going to carry Ronnie. <laughs> Can't carry you as well, mate. Pretty you, much that spot, babes, there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't really a huge amount of interesting stuff in the Champions League. They haven't got the win. They haven't got the win against City. Have... They were, the thing, I watched the second half of Leon, because mm. they are my adopted boys now. So I try and take an interest in what they're up to, and their game, like I don't think they were fantastic, Leon. In the second half, like a lot of it was just City were not so good. Um, oh, not they clinical. Were just not maybe? Five, it was just one of those nights for them. Yeah, well, I think like, on another night they'd be winning like five one or something. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know if I wouldn't read too much. Yeah, that's that, what I was gonna say. I, I don't know if I'd say there was a massive overreaction to it. Cause I don't think there was a massive reaction really. But Plus they're in, so there's like, yeah, it's a well piss group. In it, yeah, yeah, like and I kind of still expect him to win it really. I mean, they should do because I don't think Leon are gonna go through the rest of the group without. No, losing. me neither. I just like you say. I think that's just a just an aberration like it happens to everyone occasionally um like liverpool beating paris is probably like more meaningful i'd, I'd say more on paris's side well, than, well, than me, Liverpool's. i don't know thinking more about it it's all well and good going yeah but paris are, are not as good as we think but if you think liverpool are as good as you mm. make out then they've got to be beating paris at home I mean, if they, if they, if they're as good as what people are telling you this year. Yeah, if they're good enough on, to seriously challenge City for the title, Paris then they all. should beat Paris at home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to win the group because I, I do think Paris will probably beat them at their place more than three two or the one goal difference. But mm. you know, if they want to be the yeah, look at me, but look, you know, if we can build on last year. We got the Champions League with that team in the final last year, and look what we bought this year. Yeah, we're going to be the biggest rivals of the city, then, yeah, you've got to be beating Paris. You do, but... Like, Liverpool aren't this plucky underdog, anyway. No, they're not, but at the same time, like, Paris, uh, like, for, for what Paris want to be, and the money oh, they've yeah, ploughed into over the last few years, like, Paris, you know, that, that that's terrible for Paris. It's, like, because well, it looks like they're just, on. yeah, it looks like... It's early days for Tuchel, maybe he will make a difference, but early signs are it's just going to be more of the same. They're going to win the French League. Yeah, they'll win that. Because um, how could they not? But, you know, I don't well, see them as a... They're not, by getting, not by getting, but they're not getting managers anymore for the French League. No, they're not. Like, I think Paris would take finishing second if they won the Champions League in the same year. 
Yeah, I think they would. For now. Like they need, they're in the, the spot where they need now like an identity. Like City yeah. have got theirs now. Yeah. Yeah. So City haven't won the Champions League either, but they've got an identity now that people can go, Oh, that's how City play, this is like their style and stuff. Paris are just like every year it just seems a bit different. Yeah, well I had a quick chat with, with Mike about it as well. I think one of the like City was quick to blame the complete lack of competitiveness in the French League for them not doing so well in Europe. Um like I think there's something to that, but I also think it doesn't seem to affect Real and Barca. Um also, didn't affect Bayern when they won. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I mean, there's something to that, but I, I think one of Paris's problems like, is... a lot of the times, I know this is, mm. you know, sacrilege to say, but the Premier League, a lot of the times, is not competitive throughout the year. Like, a team pulls away and wins by, like, eight points and nine points or something. You mean like last year? Yeah, like previous years. But but anyway, say it same outside, I think, like, one of Paris's problems is... They, for me, don't. They don't play a system and players that make logical sense. Like I, I don't mind Adrian Rabiot as a player. I think he looks quite good, but like at the very top level, he's not holding midfielder. It's yeah, like on the back. I don't think he can be your hardest working. Midfielder. No, he can't be. He can't be your Makaleli. Like <laughs> no, definitely not. He is a bit like. Remember on Pro Evo that time you were playing. Was it Prozanetsky or someone as a, as a defensive mid? Was it Mosterboy? Yeah, you were playing Mosterboy. <laughs> it's like doing that. He's playing attacking midfield in his day, yeah. Alex Mosterboy. Like, he's good on the ball and everything. So, like, if you're dominating, he'll look really good. But when when you need to do a bit of defending, he's not your boy. So well, like, they've not got guys around him. I mean, Verratti wasn't playing, he was injured. And they were missing a fair few. Mm. They were playing Marquinhos in centre-mid. But just... Anyway, even their best team's not good enough. No, and like like for the best, for the very best, for Real Madrid, for Barcelona. And the thing with them as well is like their attacking players are so attacking. Like BT were making a big thing of like, particularly Neymar not tracking back, and Mbappe plays the same position, not tracking back. It's like, well, you know that's kind of how it, it is at big teams. You're not seeing no team apart from, you know. Chelsea under Conte and yeah, you know United to an extent. Even United don't do it so much under Mourinho. No, but like, the wing forwards don't really do it. Never do. Like the idea is, like, basically, if you're gonna go with with players like that, look, you can't blame Neymar for not tracking back. It's not what he does. It's not why you pay two hundred million for him. It's just that you also, don't have a lad like Kante to cover his work. Also, you do need like outlets for countering. Yeah. Exactly. Like their equaliser came from their three forward players being proper wide and stuff. Yeah, and that's essentially how Liverpool play. They just have, like, they have a midfield which is just all about putting in that work, basically. Yeah. Um, Paris. They don't have that balance. Doesn't put the work in. No, they so. don't have that balance at all. They need so to they, get that. They sword. struggle, Paris. They can't mix it up. So no. when they're against, you know, fellow big quality teams they don't have anyone that can really get about the pitch in centre mid no they don't um, I'm surprised they so unless they have the ball all the time they're not useless as a team but it's hard to get going yeah, so a lot like, of the time when they play good teams maybe away from home more than anything they just rely on their best players coming up with some out of nice moments like their equaliser came from Neymar just, just getting the ball at the halfway line <laughs> I'm off to. <laughs> yeah, and so I'll take care oh, of it, lads. You, you, you stick to whatever you were doing, and, and I'll take care of it. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, I mean, that's that's that pretty much covered off. The only other real thing happening is apparently um, the the whole Tottenham bubble has burst. I'm told. I mean, so the it's not been that 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 long, lads. I don't. You know, we're always in the overreaction. Yeah. To single results, but at the start of the season, I thought this might be the year where Pochettino yeah, just goes at the end. I've, I've got better offers. Yeah, I don't need to be. I've just doing had this. enough. Like, not everyone's Arsene Wenger, who's gonna you know live through and work through the tough times. Yeah, exactly. And put your own legacy on the line for it. 
Yeah, because like, soon it's going to start hurting him. Pochettino, if he just keeps coming like fifth and stuff, people are going to think he's lost his luster a little bit. They are. And Although, to be fair, it seems from what I've seen in the media that they're really giving him good... Like, he's in their good graces at the minute. I mean, well, they've been good Whereas for remember, a while. I remember yeah. when Wenger was going through this, you know, austerity, what we'd say for Arsenal. He was constantly getting the, yeah, fourth's not good enough, mate, you're not winning anything. Mm. But Pochettino's getting the, oh, mate, fourth, with these resources is... Well, the problem is, phenomenal. like the problem Wenger had is like he set standards for himself. So essentially, oh yeah, uh, like with with different, yeah, yeah. but like because because he like because he came in and, and won so quickly. That's how people saw him, and that's how they always saw him, yeah. even long after it had stopped being possible. Whereas Pochettino's obviously come in and, and built them up to that, so he's not got the his own benchmark. Anyway, Rob, that's uh, that's. An hour and five minutes of podcasting done there. We should probably, you know, call it an yeah. evening, podcast-wise. Crack this baby out there and, you know, let the fans devour it like ravenous beasts. They are hungry after yeah, they are hungry good for few weeks of, yeah, of no, no podcast. All right, well, enjoy. Remember to follow the goddamn podcast on Twitter, yeah, bastards. Even if we spam you a lot, we're, we're nice, guys. We're nice. For the most part. Right. Anyway, good luck Play with that.